world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Yes. Back to the struggle, back to the fight. Why is it that we are constantly, constantly fighting in this country, and especially in this state, for our constitutional, law-abiding freedoms? Uh, because we live in a country being taken over by communists in a state that already has been. It is so sad. So earlier this week... For you people that don't follow New Jersey news too well, uh, we had a court date to get a restraining order on the 10-round um, mag ban, which, you know, flies in the face of the Constitution. And the NRA's uh, law firm of Cooper and Kirk and uh, Scott Bach and Dan Schmutter and some help in the back by Evan Knappen uh, met July 12th, U.S. District Court in Trenton before Judge Sheridan, Peter Sheridan, who was a, a Bush appointee, by the way. We called for a pre-hearing, con he, he called for a pre-hearing conference in his chambers where he told counsel that he is scheduling a full-blown hearing on certain factual aspects of the case by mid-August. Specifically, experts who provided declarations for both sides will be brought, brought into court to provide further detailed testimony under oath. Scott says this is not a bad thing. Because the judge didn't just dismiss it summarily. Yeah. So, following the conference in chambers, Judge Sheridan heard or oral arguments from both sides. ANJRP's legal team uh, and counsel made a forceful case for why the injunction should be granted and the case resolved in favor of gun owners. They argued that New Jersey's gun owners would suffer irreparable harm if they are forced to sell, surrender, destroy, or modify their property during the short compliance window before the case is decided. They also argued that the magazine ban is unconstitutional and should be overturned because it violates the Second Amendment, violates the Equal Protection Act, and is an unlawful taking of property. A huge group of attorneys represented the state and other governmental defendants. They argued, among other things, that magazines over 10 rounds are dangerous and unusual weapons not protected under the Second Amendment and are not needed for self-defense. They are a danger to the public, even in the hands of law-abiding citizens. Now, Scott sent out uh, more uh, information afterwards because we're fighting. We have the NRA, ANGRPC, and us law-abiding citizens we're fighting uh, every town for gun safety, the Gifford Center for uh, uh, Move Against, the Brady campaign, of course, the state of New Jersey. So we're funding all of this. And they 
had a 192-page brief that they filed <laughs> for the court. And like Scott said last week, it looks like they just, you know, clicked somewhere and downloaded it yeah. because it's the same pattern yeah. they use in state-to-state like Locust, all yeah, right? exactly, right. And uh, so Scott wrote a few things that the state of New Jersey was first to oppose the injunction motion, arguing among other, other, other things that newly banned magazines are, you love this one, Sandy, right? Dangerous and unusual weapons. <laughs> Not protected by the Second Amendment, amendment, which pose a danger to the public, even in the hands of law-abiding citizens. The state also argues that the banned magazines are not needed for self-defense, but they're perfectly and are perfectly suited for illicit use. So Scott says, claiming that banned magazines are not needed for self-defense, while simultaneously exempting their use for the protection of lawmakers, is outrageous and the height of hypocrisy. The elitist double standard is irrational, indefensible, and shows the utter contempt New Jersey has for its subject. Man, Scott must be rubbing off. I must be rubbing off on hey, Scott because that's something Scott. I would have said. Yeah, Us exactly. serfs can't protect ourselves with 15-round mag, but our cops and our legislators and the elites will be protected by 15-round magazines. And, and even retired cops. And which retired are, cops. You know, it's Animal Farm all over again. You know, everybody's... Yeah. We're all equal. But some are more equal than others. Yeah, more equal. Yeah. Everybody here, if you haven't read Animal Farm, you should you should read it. <laughs> or just and, move to New Jersey. <laughs> and you, know, our, you don't really need to read Animal Farm. You can move here and live it. And read um <laughs> read nineteen eighty four too. It's now available in nonfiction. In nonfiction, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's pathetic when you see it. So they had their right. all their big guns out. And just so you know, all of you taxpayers out there in New Jersey, we're paying for that legal counsel. Absolutely. Uh, we paid for all that legal counsel and all the experts that, that the is, state brought uh, in. Uh, technically bankrupt. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're and all, our AG and Phil Murphy are suing Trump for like thirty-five different things already. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Andrew Cuomo already said that if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, he will sue. Oh, good for him. But who who's he going to sue if the Supreme <laughs> Court uh, overturns it? He, he doesn't understand even how government works. He and his crappy state could just I mean, keep really. Roe v. Wade in place. They could provide yeah. abortions. You think New Jersey is going to stop providing abortions? Uh, New York is no, going to stop providing no. abortions? I, it's just going to make it more inconvenient I'm to the, kill the, your kid. The libertarian to me? I don't want to pay for it. No, I don't want to pay for any of it. Okay, I don't want to pay for it. Somebody no. had an interesting meme that well, uh, uh, we're okay with abortions, but you should have to register and you should have to go for a background check right. and you should have to pay a permitting fee. Sound yeah. familiar? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. guns. Guns are regulated, but nothing else is. Nothing right. Else. Only guns. Right. The Second Amendment is regulated. So And a magazine now <coughs> all of a sudden is an unusual weapon. Yeah, yes. it is an unusual weapon. How do you make it a weapon? I have to beat you with the magazine in order for it to be a weapon. Uh, it's really shallow. Again, now, Kavanaugh is probably going to be the next Supreme Court uh, justice. It's interesting. Not my favorite pick. Uh, my mine either. Yeah. But uh, but he's an establishment guy living in D.C. Yeah, golfing and going to ball game. Exactly. He's not my yeah, favorite I know. One. Amy you know, Barrett would have been better. Amy Barrett's going to be next. She's going to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg after I take her zip lining. Nice. Yeah, you I'm think, taking her zip lining in the Congo. You think this guy is going to get confirmed? Yeah, he's going to get confirmed. Yeah. Mitch McConnell's going to ramrod it through. Now, here's the deal. I read an interesting article, whether it was The Atlantic or The New Republic, because, you know, I like to read the other side. Oh, absolutely. Everybody is blaming Ginsburg for this situation because her, in her hubris, she should have retired when Obama was in his second term. 
But she was so confident that Hillary is going to win, and she wanted the first female president to replace her with another female Supreme Court justice. Yeah, right. She decided to hang on. And now it backfired, and she's 85 years old. Right. So the establishment is blaming her for being, like, greedy. So I don't know how long she's going to go, but, uh, you know, I sent her the invitation. We're going to the Congo, zip lining. It's Great. six planes yeah. to get there, right. and we have to parachute in to the place. To the place. Yeah, yeah. and we zip line over alligators, by oh, the good. way. That's so uh, I'm well, hoping— It would be crocodiles. But... Crocodiles, same thing, whatever. <laughs> they both make nice shoes, belts, and purses. That's all I know. That's pretty much it. Now you said crocodiles. Yeah. Now I want chocodiles, okay? Do you? Yeah, oh, I want a chocodile. Man. I don't know if they make uh, them anymore. I don't know if they do. Uh, Somebody let us know. Yeah, it's like a basically like a chocolate covered Twinkie. Yeah, which really supersized. It took it up, kicked it up the right notch. To be honest with you, not that bad. I think you know the cream in Twinkies outlasts. It's not real. The intestinal tract. It's not real. Yeah, I ate a funny bone like two years ago with the peanut butter inside. The peanut butter repeated on me for about three days because it's just oil. (laughs) So I not real peanut butter. You know the division is bad now in the country. Obviously. Both sides are, are digging in, but... Um, well, you're seeing a replay of the 1930s again. Yeah, so, know. and I, I think it's good because, you know, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from mm-hmm. time to time yes, with the blood of patriots, right? right? Oh, Thomas Jefferson said that. You see what's going on with the FBI. You see what's going on with the gun issues. You see what's going on. Like, I, I think Trump did a phenomenal job at NATO, and we talked about this. I don't think Trump is great at everything that he does, but he's a businessman. He's a disruptor. He's beholden to no one except Trump Corporation. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know. Like, they, they're all enraged. The liberals are enraged because Trump wants NATO to step it up. So for you people out there that want socialized medicine and socialized everything, uh, 19, uh, excuse me, 2017 NATO budget was $900 billion. We paid 3.8% of our GDP. So we paid, you ready for this, ladies and gentlemen? This is going to have UN memory to you, like NATO. $650 billion. We almost doubled our commitment. Our national debt. No, of our, our, yeah, our, that's what our national debt is, right? exactly what our national debt is, every single year. The UK met their 2% commitment at $60 billion. France met their 2K, 2, 2% commitment. Uh, requirement at $44 billion. Germany only fulfilled, Germany, the most profitable, most profitable. country in For Europe. For a reason. Yes. They paid $40 billion, only 1% of their GDP. They were supposed to pay $80 billion. The rest of the other 24 member countries all pay like less than a billion dollars each. Get out of NATO, bring our guys home, put them all on the border. Yep. Shoot anybody who comes across. I love it. Bill Jordan would say that. $650 billion a year for NATO and a couple of hundred billion a year for the UN. Think about it. A trillion dollars a year. Imagine what that would do to your pocketbook. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. 
Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Listen to this and other episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and On Demand. So it looks like Dr. Medallion is knocking it out at a park uh, on Valley Road in Wayne, New Jersey. A lot of Gun For Hire uh, listeners and supporters have been stopping by and going in for evaluations. You know, the doc and his uh, large family, they shoot at the range. He's been a platinum member since week one that we opened. He can help you improve your shooting. He can help you with that back pain. Uh, his website is medallionchiropractic.com, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N, medallion. Pronounced like a medallion that Sandy's wearing right now with his tiara, but it's not. It's M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N, <laughs> chiropractic. If you or someone you know lives within a 30-mile radius, have them check out Dr. Medallion. If it's if they're further than that, then send some referrals or go on his Google, his Yelp, his Facebook page. Give him some reviews and thank him for supporting us. Remember, we want to support those who support us. You know, unity and activism is the key. While we're talking about support, next week, Mark Cheeseman, Jay Factor, and a bunch of other guys are coming on the radio show to talk about the Cheeseman concealed carry case, which is going on in parallel with the ANGRPC NRA carry case, which is going on in parallel with overturning the mag ban, which is going on in parallel with trying to get a restraining order on the magazine uh, ban, uh, which is going on in parallel with about 80 more anti-gun laws that are bubbling right now. When they come back from summer recess, we're going to be getting hit hard again now that the budget's over. So you, you know Medallion in- Chiropractic. Yes. What's interesting, I, I find, <coughs> is that there you go. Sorry. Uh, what I find is interesting is that you notice how we were talking about this off air, that 
these lawsuits were already they like somebody Scott said somebody pressed a button and it all spit out 192 pages because it's a it's a national concerted effort. Yeah, and you notice that these things happened during the Obama administration. This is not by, I mean, they're learning. That side is learning from what has taken place in the eight years of Obama. Yep. And, and elections do have consequences yes. that last very very long after that. The government has used this tactic for years and years and years and years. I mean, if you take a look at the Patriot Act, the Patriot Act was written in 1998, and it was just sitting there waiting for anything bad to happen so they could strip our friggin' freedoms, thank you, George Bush, directly out from under us when something really, really bad happened. And the NSA now can listen to your phone calls, read your emails, and we can be frisked and groped at the airport, and nobody says a damn word because it's patriotic. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, well I do, too. George Bush Jr. was the second most flaccid president, modern-day president we ever had. <laughs> Obama was the most flaccid president yeah, we ever ab- had. absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, so now the left, in their uh, unhinged attacks and everything, I saw uh, FBI agent Peter Strzok on... Uh, what a piece of crap. ...on uh, the Senate uh, before the House committee. It's funny because... Our representative there, our congresswoman, Bonnie Watson Coleman, mm-hmm. she kept referring to him as Mr. Strozak. Mr. <laughs> Strozak. Mr. Strozak. Yeah. We have like that's, one of the most. That's how well versed she is. Yeah. We have one of the most ignorant. Are, Bonnie oh, Watson Coleman, oh. anti gun, and she's one of the most ignorant yeah. legislators ever. Okay. Yes, yes. So, Mr. Strozak. Mr. Strozak. Mr. Strozak. Let me tell you something. Google hubris, H U B R I S, and then you'll see Peter Strzok. You, he didn't even hum, be, humble himself and look no. like he was sorry. The he he is that this guy. Oh my army, god! Just arrogant, and that's what's wrong with the today's FBI. Yep, it, it's the FBI. I want to slap him open oh hand. God. By the way, oh, it, he it's just unbelievable that the fact, and this is what's wrong. This is Ruby Ridge. Oh the, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So I want to I want to uh, so Strzok definitely needs um, to be slapped down a little bit. But he was saying of all those things he said, it didn't create any bias. No, okay? not at all. It did not create any bias. I've never seen no a matter, cockier uh, imagine bastard. Imagine if it was turned around. And and here Hillary Clinton, uh, when he was asked uh, who who grilled him about the email server, was it? Um, uh, Grilled who? Struck? Yeah. Uh, wasn't it Louis Gomert from... Gomert, uh, yeah. Who? Gomert's tough. He's tough. He's He'll very cut good. you. Yeah, he's he's really good. He, you've got a situation where um, he swept that whole thing under the rug. Yep. Uh, you know, Hillary Clinton, I, it has always been my suspicion that why did the Clinton Foundation get all this money? Uh, it was. It's always been my personal suspicion that she was not just... Uh, retarded in this in, in, in setting up this no. uh, email server it was set up by a professional company do you think that that company I, you know we could ask uh, our tech guy here scott do you think that that company would have never said oh why don't we protect this mm-hmm. in her bathroom she left it open for a reason and the people who were looking at that were looking at it for a reason and yet somebody profited from that of course and yet Nobody, everybody looked the other way because he wanted her to win. Mm-hmm. But that was just fine. Correct. I think I think she should be tried for treason. I think he should be tried for treason. So do I. But it'll never happen. No, it'll never happen. So this was the tweet I sent out under G U N four H Y R yesterday. 
Peter Strzok loves his country, loves the Constitution, loves the FBI, loves his wife, and loves his mistress, and he screwed them all. <laughs> right? Right? Yep, that's right. So, you know, this that's is right. a guy that, you know, he said Trump supporters smelled. They would go to yep. Walmart to that's shop. Right. It's that elitist Washington, right. D.C., you know, that's coastal elite attitude. Absolutely. Remember you elites. Well, elites don't listen to the show, but remember you can't eat it's an a iPhone DC, app. It's Northern Virginia beltway attitude that is pervasive in California. And, it's, and New it's York. pervasive in New York. And yep. Northern New Jersey. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm rich now. Myself, my kids, and their kids, and their kids' kids are set up forever. So now you little people should redistribute right. your wealth and do this and do that. And everybody should be paying their fair share. But not me. I'm good. Yeah. I'm covered. I'm all good. I made my money on money or whatever, or as a robber baron, and I'm good. So or move on. Or I'm Google or Facebook or, or whatever. Look at Cynthia Nixon, who's running against idiot Cuomo. Well, first thing Cuomo said, you know, we talked about it. He wants to overturn. He, if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, he's going to sue. We don't know who he's going to sue yeah, if the Supreme exactly Court overturns right. it. But Cynthia Nixon, who's running uh, against him, said that we should abolish ICE, that they're a terrorist organization. She has no idea what a terrorist organization is. Exactly. She's protected. Exactly. by ICE and right. Border Patrol yep. and the ground people on the ground in the FBI and the NSA and the CIA from stopping terrorist attacks every day. The problem is you look at what happened with these shooters, uh, especially like Parkland. The FBI never followed up on it. Why? Because the top brass, you know, it starts from the top down. I set the tone in my company. I welcome everybody. I talk to everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm hands-on. I don't hide in my office all day, right? Right. Uh, excuse me. So... What happens is my staff pick up on a lot of that. Well, if the whole top of the FBI is running around figuring how they can be partisan mm -hmm. and screw somebody, nobody's watching the store. Nobody's watching it, and nobody's willing to go against it because they're going against their own pensions. We saw what happened here in, this, in, in New Jersey. All the cops, all the firemen, all the uh, uh, first responders, EMS, whatever, all voted for this piece of garbage that they're all complaining about. And all the all the liberal, uh, well, all the traditional Democrats that are in New Jersey are all up in arms about it now. You're starting yeah. to see that on Facebook. And the traditional Democrats are trying just now waking up. Welcome to the party, guys. That your party has been taken over by communists and socialists. Yep. And you're no longer <clears throat> relevant anymore. You know, that Supreme Court decision, the Janus decision, J-A-N-U-S, yeah. is actually going to help states like New Jersey and New York. Yeah, Because what's going to happen right. is they can't force you to pay union dues. Right. They can't force you to be in the union. And hundreds of millions of dollars of every year in every state is taken, and then it's donated to Democrats. Right, of course. Which might not be your political belief, but that's who gets all the money. That's why the Democrats want to keep expanding civil service-type jobs. Right. Because it's voters. So the system is corrupt and broken down. So, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. But Well, since the 30s, the Democrats have been usurped by the Socialist Party. <coughs> Socialism yep. is all about collectivism. And now in it, we don't live in a collectivism state anymore. We live in now a postmodernistic state where the Constitution is now thought of as some old dusty document. Yeah. You have we 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 have Ruth Darth Vader Ginsburg, who has openly said that. She makes her decisions based not on the U.S. Constitution, which is old and dusty, mm -hmm. but on uh, South Africa, which is a wonderful constitution because it brings in human rights, you mm -hmm. know, like 
apartheid comes to mind. And Canada, because it's, you know, it was done in 1985. Why not Finland? Uh, you know, everybody could, let's, let's just tweet our ideas in. The Constitution work, is so old and dusty because it has worked. And it sparked, the first time in human history, the greatest country ever known to mankind. And we're ruining it. And we're ruining it. So I got, a, I got a quote from Justice William O. Douglas, Supreme Court Justice William O. Douglas. The Constitution is not neutral. It was designed to take the government off the backs of the people. Yes. Yes. Okay? But all we keep doing is putting the government on the backs of the people. Because this was Obama. This is, again, this is the progressivism. They believe that the... You have to understand the difference between progressivism and liberalism. I am Correct. a classic liberal. I think you're a classic liberal, too. You know, hmm. we believe... That, I'm a libertarian. Well, that is a classic liberal. Yes. It is the way... Liberalism, up until FDR kind of flipped it inside out and made it a very bad word, and, and basically kind of shanghai uh, the word for his own party... Uh, it has been progressivism right ever since Teddy Roosevelt. Right? Correct. And TR. Sorry, Steve Elber. Well, you know, Elber's. I, I, I read a very good, a really interesting Facebook tweet. We should have Elber on because. Um, Come on, one, Steve. He's one of the people I, I was talking about who. I, I get where you're coming from, dude. I absolutely get where you're coming from. And, and now he's appealing to his fellow Democrats saying, hey, look. Our party has left us. Our party's gone. Well, it has for a long time. You just are waking up to it right now. Mm -hmm. And and it has been a progressivism is a thing. It's in the Republican Party as well as the Democrat Party. For sure. You know? For sure. And it's always been about power and in a centralized government, which is completely against our Constitution. And that's why last week when I said, I don't care whether they appoint a liberal or a conservative. That doesn't bother me as a, as a, uh, you know, as a justice. I want someone who's going to interpret the damn Constitution as it was written. But they changed. That's change. your freaking job. Look at Souter. He changed once he was on the bench. Right. But, uh, but the point is, every single one of these people, if they're going to change, we should oust them. We have the ability to do that, and we should oust them if they don't do their friggin' job. You're a business owner. I'm a business owner. If you've got a key person over there in our in our organizations who are making decisions against what gone. our policy is, they're gone instantly. They're all gone. So why don't we deal with these people as they Correct. should be? But no, but instead we change the focus. Abolish ICE. This yeah. is the focus. Meanwhile... Nixon has no idea. Dick Derman called ICE a bunch of incompetence. Now we're taking sworn law enforcement officers and we're, and, and we're berating them publicly right. by elected officials. Yeah. What do you think okay. their morale is? Madness. Madness. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home.
As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers in each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And this segment is brought to you by, I don't remember, oh, okay, Gunsitters, <laughs> Gunsitters.com and their military division, Weapons Guard. Gunsitters' main location is on Route 10 East in Whippany in the Pine Plaza. They also have one at Easton, PA, one in Salisbury, Maryland, one opening up in Vegas, one opening up in Hawaii. Check out Gunsitters.com, great way to store your contraband, great way to store your stuff over in PA. If you want to go shoot it, they can help you with a lot of stuff. But their Jersey location, I have a lot of friends and family that uh, use the, um, the service. If you're going through a divorce, there's a domestic problem, kids having a problem. If you're moving, selling your house. Uh, it's a great um, way to store your guns and not have them end up in the hands of the prosecutor's office. So. We can't take our 15-round magazines and set, keep them in New Jersey. Right? No, they, they have, have to go to Easton. Yeah. Correct. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the only uh, problem with the uh, with the Jersey thing. But, but they we have, still have You know, yes. they have Easton. Yes. So we still have uh, David Kotz, who K O T Z, who runs the uh, and owns the gun centers in Easton, PA, took an NRA concealed uh, a carry guard course, and he. Uh, he was telling me that they have to they're buying more lockers because they're expanding because everybody's moving it over yeah to uh, New Jersey from New Jersey to PA so check out gunsitters.com remember if you're in the military weapons guard will store your weapons for you while you're being deployed free of charge it's subsidized by gunsitters so it's a beautiful thing that they do 
that NR, NRA carry guard thing. Mm-hmm. That what was that about? Uh, it's a it was a shooting high level shooting class. And what is we it, hosted what it is here. It in, in- uh, it's a lot of moving and shooting oh. and holster draw and concealed carry and everything. So we hosted an instructor course here. And now um, this weekend we hosted a student course. Two Navy SEALs came in and, and taught it. We're the only ones in New Jersey doing that. And then in September is the Carry Guard Expo in Richmond, Virginia, which I'll be there. I'm t- talking three days in a row about marketing and uh, public relations for your business. For the so, for instructors? For, for instructors, yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm so Where can people learn about that? Uh, it's carryguard.com. Jimmy Bob Prouse will be um, running a low-light, no-light seminar. Mm. And uh, Charlie will be down there doing the Utah non-resident carry permit. And, and talking about um, 1911s. Yep, and it's also Patty's daughter, Michaela, who goes to the University of Richmond. It's family weekend that weekend. I was already booked to be down there. <laughs> the NRA reached out to me. They said, would you come Would you come to the carry guard seminar? I'm like, I can't make it. I'm in Richmond for those three days. They're like, uh, the seminar is in Richmond. How weird is that? Yeah, that's pretty good. How, and the week before, I'll be in Fairfax, Virginia, for NRA board member meetings because I'm, I'm on three committees and I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I, I got to kiss the ring or something. I hope I'm nominated from nominating committee. Uh, but if not, I'll do, be going do down there. you have sex with anyone? No, but I'll be going down there with my 67,000 petition signatures. Yeah. Oh, by the way, let's talk about that. Calandro for NRA.com. Gary Allison from Beacon Brass. Oh, my God. Thank you. He's got USANA, all of these South Jersey oh, clubs signed to my my stuff. Uh, uh, what's his name? Thanks, sure yeah. Shot, Garden State. They all have my petitions Great. out, and they got Excellent. people uh, signing them. So thank you so much. Go on my website. You can print the petitions out. They get mailed to me, not to the secretary at the NRA. They're not happy with me right now because a lot of people mailed them there. And you don't have to be in New Jersey to sign the petition. You no. Can sign the petition I just got petitions from Minnesota today. I got petitions from California yesterday. It's Calandro for NRA.com. Let's see if I can get on. I'll make you guys proud, you know, if I can. I'll try. I'll do the best I can. Uh, did I talk about Cheeseman already? Uh, that no. I don't remember. Uh, Mark Cheeseman and uh, uh, Jay Factor are going to be on the show next week. Their case is running in parallel with the uh, New Jersey right to carry case. And uh, their website, go to GoFundMe.com, restore-carry-nj. They could definitely use your help. The other thing is, you know what's coming up September 22nd is the, um, I can't think of it now. Excuse me. Uh, New Jersey SafeCon. John Willett will be on the show sometime in August to promote SafeCon. It's njsafecon.net. It's September 22nd at Cumberland County College in Vineland. So please uh, check out the dates. That's not the same time I'm away, is it? No, fourth. that's the weekend after. Yeah. 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. He's looking for exhibitors. He's looking for sponsors. He's looking for donors. If You you know, we talk about this all the time. If you're a butcher, a baker, a yeah. plumber, a roofer, if your shit's Anything. broke on. Listen, Laszlo was there from Monster Coatings. Mm-hmm. Roger Garrett and Chris Garrett were there from purelywater.com. Uh, John was there from his uh, surveying company. Mike Candido from Jay Moore. Uh, was there? Listen, it, it's a great Just way show, to network. Yeah, show your business. I get emails all the time from people. Who's a pro gun roofer? Who's a pro gun yeah, plumber? And right. I send them to them. You know, the people that I know that shoot here on a regular basis. 
Why not partake a couple hundred bucks, spend a day? Going to be a full line of guest speakers again. And get Box, in early on this napping. thing because this thing has taken off. It's been really, really well attended every single year. It's going to be down in South Jersey, especially if you're down in South Jersey and you've got any kind of a business down there. Come. It's the same sort of thing that with, uh, you know, the uh, doctors uh, for, for responsible gun ownership is doing where they're referring doctors. They're getting Correct. calls all the time. For people who are pro-gun doctors. Correct. And listen, um, just so you know, Masad Ayuba will be back here again. My master, the dates aren't uh, firmed up yet, but he will be here October for MAG 40 and MAG 20, which is a four-day class. Which is half of MAG 40. Judicial use of deadly force. Four-day class. You will get to learn from the master himself. If you... Reach out to anybody you know that might have taken an Ayub course and tell me what you think, all right? So Masada Ayub uh, from the MAG group, Masada Ayub group, will be here in October again. We're hosting him for the four-day class, which uh, obviously will be epic. Um, you know, we just we just love running classes like that. A couple other things in the news. Um, Friday's Wall Street Journal, the Secret Service uh, issued a report on how to make schools tougher from active shooters. It's not available to the public yet. Otherwise, I would go over it, but... You know, John uh, John McConnell, who uh, listens to the show all the time, he sent me a, an article by uh, uh, Chief Joe Schultz, a Ph.D. from, uh, from uh, Police One. And, you know, they issued what some pre-attack indicators for active shooters, especially for schools, okay? And uh, it echoes the noteworthy uh, secret uh, service study of school shootings, uh, all right? And it talks about the search for common pre-attack behaviors, Planning and preparation, you know, shooters got guns, how to get guns. It talks about the motivation behind it, which may be known or unknown mental health issues. Shooters' behavior, noted by witnesses, was, was, was one, of the most, one of the most underreported aspects mm-hmm. in all the pre-existing shooters. And I think that is a problem. You know, yes. these kids post stuff. Yes. They write manifestos. They make threats. Yep. But no one. Nobody. Well, the problem is, is because everybody's into the worst thing you could do in this society today, and it's this society, is to um, offend someone or to accuse them. It's Correct. not murder. Murder is not a big issue. It is uh, hurting someone's feelings or being mean. Correct. And and that is what the problem is. If we, you know, you go back to the, you know, if you see something, say something sort of thing. Well, you know, that doesn't even work anymore because look at what happened down in Parkland. Everybody saw something. If you see something, hide in the closet. Yep. So listen to this. One of the things they found in this report was <clears throat> this was 156 different shootings. They weren't all mass shootings. Okay. Uh, But then they narrowly focused on 50 incidents in 16 and 17, which represented 222 deaths and 722 wounded. Okay. Uh, That was 100? Yeah. uh, 221 deaths. Remember now, Vegas was uh, 58, Pulse Nightclub was 49, and Sutherland Springs Church was 26. So big, big numbers there. But one interesting finding in this role civilians play in stopping shooters, this happened in eight of the 50 cases. Did you hear what I said? Eight of the 50 cases, a good guy with a gun stopped the bad guy with the gun, okay? And that was uh, uh, cases in study. And six of the cases previous two years, not including two cases where non-sworn security personnel stopped the shooter or two incidences where civilians confronted, okay? Okay. 
In 14 of the cases, they the had shooters... the civilians confronted in with that yes. good guy with the gun type? Yes. In 14 of the cases, the shooters were stopped during an exchange of gunfire with the police. So of the 50 cases, 14 were that way. Six cases were uh, civilians, good guys with guns, intervening. So the media and the liberal narrative that a good guy with a gun doesn't stop a bad guy with a gun is totally blown out of the window by well, this study. When you stop and look at it, every one of those shooters was stopped with a good guy with a gun. Correct. Whether it was Correct. a cop or a civilian. So and, and what bothers me a great deal is the emphasis placed on mass shootings when they are so freaking rare. The, the mass shooting is not the problem. No. Chicago, 20 people were killed last weekend. Right. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Uh, no one cares. No. And the majority is black on black. Yes. Right? And, and that pisses me off because they're all Americans and they all could be helped. You they're know, this whole thing with beings. black, exactly, black unemployment at an all-time low. That's driving people to work. When you yeah. work, you know, idle mind right. is the devil's playground, Absolutely. right? Sure. The more people are working and feeling like they're contributing and not feeling like they're living in a dead-end society. And the better the, the economy is. The less cry of racism yep. we're going to see. That's right. The less crime we're going to see. Right. The less black-on-black, brown-on-brown, white-on-white, and a mixture of, again, as a capitalist, the only color I see is green. But the less we're going to see of this, it's just going to, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Right. Right. So the only problem we see in this country, because of the, the disparity between the robber barons of big tech and everything now and people, the income gap is huge now. And we haven't seen wages go up realistically in 20 years in this country. And, and again, I don't I have no problem with this. There is always going to be a wage gap. There is uh, there is a difference between the guy who pumps gas at the Shell station and the president of Shell Sandy, in, I, in, in your job. I agree, but I'm going to disagree with you that people need to make a living wage. Oh, absolutely. Okay, People need to make absolutely. a living wage. The Walmart family, they're all worth $40 billion a piece. Right. And everybody that works in Walmart is subsidized by the taxpayers because right. they can't right. afford to live. Right. We pay for the partial electricity. We yes. pay for food stamps. Yes. We pay for this. Right. We pay for their health care and everything. This is bullshit. Okay. Right. Why does Jeff Bezos have $140 billion? Because 80% of his employees don't have health care. Right. Because 80% of his employees don't make a living wage. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not a neocon. I'm not talking about socialism or communism. But if you're going to employ somebody for 40 hours a week in a mid-level job, and a lower to mid-level job, I'm not talking about a gas pumper. They need to make a living wage. And look, we're both, we're both business people. We both own, we both... Uh, employ hundreds of people, okay? I started and double the minimum that, wage. Absolutely. Because that is that is a good employee thing to do, right? When you're when you're giving when you're giving incentive to people and you, you first take away their uh, need to struggle financially and make everything good, they can perform Correct. a lot better for I you. I pay double the minimum wage to start. Everything I do Time and memories, the two most precious things you can give someone. No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices, no interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range believe there is no time like the present, and no present like time. Step through their doors and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range, 
But what they really sell is the perfect day. And perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range, where family memories begin. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. You're among Seven friends. years running. <laughs> Go ahead. This segment is brought to you by, <laughs> by me. <laughs> by the way, behind the in, scenes stuff there. In August, we're going to start <laughs> YouTubing the show. In August. James is going to get us online and YouTubing the show, right, James? James's nickname at Gun for Hire is Morpheus, by the way. Why Morpheus? From the Matrix. Okay. Because when he's staring at his computer, he's moving all this stuff around. Oh, the other day we had a problem with the internet. He actually went into the screen and he went into the internet and he fixed and it. And he fixed it and, and he, he came, came back, back out? out. That's yes. pretty cool. Okay. I like that. So we're going to start doing that. County Line Firearms, County Line Firearms NJ on Route 10 in East Hanover. Check them out. Uh, support those who support us. They sell guns. They work on uh, grocks and everything else. Remember Dr. Medallion Chiropractic in Wayne on Valley Road. Remember my Twitter do the feed one from is thing. G-U-N-4-H-Y-R. Sorry, I have a long letter to read from our friend across the pond in a minute. Go on anjrpc.org's website. ANJRPC.org's website, Knappen's latest legal analysis, mag ban, private gun sales, ammo ban, bump stock ban, in plain English. Make sure you go, stop laughing, make sure you go on ANJRPC.org. Send ANJRPC.org a donation. If you're not a member of the NRA, join the NRA. If you're not a member of ANJRPC, join. We need the 40 support. 40 bucks. Cheap bastards. If you join for three years, somebody sent me an email. It's $33 a year. Is it it's really? $100 <laughs> to join for three years. Okay? Wow. We're going to need the support. Listen, the NRA is funding us. They have, uh, Coop, what's it, Cooper and Kirk? I think, yeah, Cooper and Kirk from D.C. Every well has a bottom. Right. Okay? Plus, right. you sign up for the ANJRPC alerts, and half the stuff I tell you on the radio, I won't have to tell you guys anymore. It makes right. my job easier. Exactly. I could just we come could on and burp sleep. and right. fart once in a while. Uh, okay? Just do that? I mean, it's 90% of the show now. It is? Yeah. So, if you also interested in the previous segment, Police One, Active Shooter Article, Pre-Attack Indicators, okay? Go on and read it. When you try to click the link to the Secret Service recommendations, it doesn't come up yet. We can't have it yet. But I'm interested to see. By the way, Trump was the one that initiated the Secret Service to figure out a way to make our schools uh, less susceptible to active shooters. So even though he's You'll a racist, misogynist, sexist, he's also uh, anti-Semitic, you know, even though his grandchildren right. are Jewish, yeah, whatever, whatever. No problem. Anyway, he got a big mouth. He needs to tone it down a little bit, which would be really nice sometimes, you know. No, I think um, he's fine. You think? Yeah. I think he's fine. I got a huge letter from John Petrolino the third. I can't read it today, John, because you you, you know you sent it to the um, uh, Colonel Patrick Callahan. By the way, Callahan's a personal friend of mine, but he's talking about the rule change for a uh, uh, carry permit, and he justifies it with Heller case and everything, which is really good. But uh, you're you're on deaf ears. I, I like Callahan, but he's the superintendent of state police, and he's got to do what his boss says, yeah, which is the governor, no and he works with the no AG, choice. and you know he's in a suit position he now. He doesn't so. want to risk a pension loss. Yeah, the only way we're going to get this is with lawsuits. So our friend right. from across the pond, Stephen Shorter, flew over us. 
I know. That pissed me off a little bit, Stephen. Yeah, you went to the I left mean, coast. So, Stephen, we love the way you write. You're Just one to of go the... visit the stupid Grand Canyon, we should we could have shown you the Patterson Falls. You're one of the few people that uh, people uh, call, uh, call and email me for his email because they, they're interested in all of his research and studies. Uh, by the way, we're going to have a medical and um, medicinal and recreational marijuana expert on in August, by the way. Just so you know. Teacher Chung. Uh, I don't know her. Uh, oh. I have her name, but I'll read it to you. But So this is from uh, Stephen Shorter, and he wrote, Hope this message finds you well. Just got back from California. Hmm. Whilst in L.A. He, I never use whilst in a, in a sentence. He just did. Stephen uses said, it all the time. I know. I witnessed a homeless man ranting about Trump being a dictator through a megaphone, <laughs> which my family thought was somehow inspiring until I pointed out the recently used needles laying on the street <laughs> by his feet. Also ironic was a large billboard near Chinatown urging people to regulate assault weapons as stringently as they do women's bodies, which seems rather cheap considering the new gun laws being brought up by the governor. But further to the north, San Francisco was fascinating in a rough edge kind of way. It reminds me of my home city on this side of the pond, and Yosemite National Park is one of the most breathtakingly beautiful places I've ever been sure to. Is. I can't wait to visit again. He wants a New York hoagie, and we don't say hoagie in New York, no. Stephen. When you come, we'll go for a sub. Yeah, in Boston, hoagie is, yeah. is uh, Philly. Philly, and yeah. grinder is Boston, Boston yeah. and we say sub. Right. Sub sandwich or submarine. Or submarine. Yeah, sandwich. but we shorten and we say, I want an Italian sub, with wit, W-I-T, wit everything. Well, that's Philly, too. You yeah, know? I'm yeah. Gonna, like cheese, cheese wit. wit. I'm gonna, so I'm going <laughs> to learn you when you come out, all right? He says that uh, the Californians can't make a hoagie or pizza, right? No, when you're messing no. with pineapple and avocado, that's not pizza. That's not pizza or a hoagie. No. They don't know how to do it out there, okay? It's terrible. And you know how to prepare tofu, right? Take it out of the package, put it on a plate, throw and then throw it in the garbage, okay? <laughs> Eat the plate. He wanted to extend his sympathies for our ongoing fight in New Jersey, okay? And uh, he talked about how we want to ban a 50 BMG, and, you know, it, it's kind of hard to hold under your jacket, but. He goes, I wish I had some words of inspiration or comfort for you guys, but things seem rather bleak at the moment. They are. It's our darkest hour right now. Yeah. Uh, keep doing as you're doing. Even in Anti-Gun England, a determined campaign of letter writing and outreach has seen seven left-wing ministers voicing opposition to the new law. See, you, activism works. Yeah, sure if it could work in the U.K., it can work here. The it, only problem the U.K. has is that there is a ban on any kind of reporting. It's considered hate speech. Correct. You know, Trump is out there right now telling them how bad it is with their immigrants coming in and taking over. And uh, Theresa May is, uh, oh, no, everything's fine. We welcome yeah, move these along. people coming. Nothing, yeah, to, nothing see here. to see here. By the way, Epic, they, they, the first time they met was at Blenheim Palace, the birthplace of Churchill. And then the next day they had lunch in Chartwell, which was oh, the wow. house Churchill bought and built bricks, walls, and everything himself. Wow. When Churchill would build brick walls and he'd go to for lunch, yeah. the builders would rip it down and rebuild it because it was all crooked <laughs> and shit. And Churchill would come out with three brandies in him and go, wow, look at the beautiful job I did. Uh, true story. Really? True That's story. Really cool. So he wrote. Yeah, you took a whole Churchill tour. I t I've been to Blenheim. I've been to wow. Chartwell. I've been to, yeah, it's, cool. it's great. He said, keep doing what you're doing. Okay, so he wrote that uh, left-wing minister, seven ministers opposing to the new laws. It's unclear other whether it'll pass, but as in New Jersey, we're fighting tooth and nail. Yep. One minister here, a veteran of the guerrilla war in Northern Ireland, 
called Ian Duncan Smith, said in a speech ridiculing the promised legislation that the first 40 seconds, I'm going to watch it. Well, if we follow this kind of logic, literally every single weapon should be banned. If we go on just banning things, there's no end to the list of things we want to ban. We have handguns available to any criminal who wants to use them, and yet we ban those already. Right. The right people can't use them, but the wrong people certainly can. Well, well said, Stephen. I'm mm -hmm. going to use that next time I go down to Trenton and I ridicule those rich socialists. Right. And then Stephen ends it with a, a great poet, Dylan Thomas, for sure, once wrote of insurmountable odds, do not go gentle into the good night. Yes. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Right. I wish you the best of luck in your legal fight. I look forward to hearing from all of you again. Stephen, travel safe. I hope you do get to New York. Uh, unfortunately, next April, I'm going to Ireland for 12 days, so I'm not going to be close to you, but I'm doing a tour of uh, castles and religious places. Well, you're going to do to him stuff. what he did to us. You're going to just fly right over I'm flying right. Well, I'm going to yeah. fly he above him. Above him. Not yeah. over him, above him. It's only yeah. six and a half hour flight from Newark to, uh, to Dublin by yeah. the way. So I'm not a drinker, so it's going to be a problem for me in Ireland, but I do eat. Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to do some uh, some learning. Which is not um, a good country to be eating. Correct. In. You know, Sandy's wife has a podcast called uh, Parents Are Hard to Raise. raise. Sorry, I was, yeah, I was you saying had a different something name different. For it. Yep. And I was on it a while ago, and I wanted to talk about you're, a few you're things. On it, uh, you're, you're on it this week. So people should listen to it because I go over some uh, great safety tips about elderly people in, in the home. Something I want to add to for you listeners. So go to Parents Are Hard to Raise podcast, but... For our New Jersey-specific people, gun sitters is an option, okay, yep. where you can store the guns there if you don't want them in your house. Let's say you have young kids in a house, right. but you want to keep grandma, grandpa, or mom and dad's guns safe. Because you, you were talking about what happens if there's a person in the home with dementia and, um, you know, has been diagnosed with dementia and there's a firearm in the you home. You know, not only dementia, but let's say dad's getting frail. He still has all of his, yep. his marbles, but he's, you know, he's he's getting frail. It could be dangerous if he tries to manipulate or load or handle a gun sure. like that, too. So uh, that's an option. But you need to learn your state and local laws. And I, I don't want to get too into it. All the answers are on parents are hard to kill. But I think it's no. important that I... What? <laughs> you keep saying parents are hard to kill. Isn't that the name of it? Parents are hard to raise. Oh, okay. Parents you know are hard that. to raise. I'm sorry. Parents are illegal to kill. They're illegal to okay, kill, Okay, yes. so I always get that wrong. I know. Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so what I, I'd like you to listen to that show, but just remember for our Jersey-specific people, gun sitters can help you with that as well. Yes. Just reach out to Eric. He talked about it, remember, about six months on yep. the show? Yep. They have like a, a will thing you can fill yep. out ahead of mm -hmm. time so that when somebody passes... Automatically you, it, goes. Correct, correct. So, uh, But learn the laws uh, for each uh, specific state. And Anthony gave some really good uh, resources, uh, NRA ILA and everything else right on the show. Um, it's parents are hard to raise dot uh, org if you want to go, but it's also um, y you know uh, available on iHeartRadio. It is yes. Nice. And again, I told you we're going to start YouTube in this radio show. Uh, Sandy's going to be the man behind the curtain. We're hanging a Wizard of Oz curtain yes, in front I of like him, that. and he's going to be the all, all great and powerful Oz. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just like that, I'm going to be one of the lollipop kids. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yes. I like the lollipop. Kids. Uh, so. I already said Ayub is coming on. We're going to be abolishing ICE pretty soon. Peter Strzok is the most hubris bastard I ever met, ever. Uh, we had Pirelli on the show, you know, and he's coming out with a new book in October. Oh, which Pirelli is going to was be... also on Parents Are Hard to Kill. Oh, uh, Rays. Yes. Oh, Rays, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, but there's a lot of articles about uh, mental health, health illness, and I just want to reiterate because lately I've been getting a lot of messages from people that they're either going through a divorce or lost their job or there's some kind of kid stress, and they're afraid to go to doctors. So I want to reiterate this. Yeah. Uh, your health and well-being is more important than Anything. material stuff. Absolutely. So any of our listeners out there, friends or family, if you're going to make guns be a deterrent for you to go and get help, it's not a good thing. So everybody listening, if you have a cousin or an uncle, you're at a barbecue and they say, you know, my wife filed for divorce and I'm really stressed out and, you know, I'm depressed and I'm, I'm not eating, I'm sleeping. Well, I don't know all the factors, but, but they're like, what, well, I'm afraid to go to a doctor because I don't want to lose my guns. You know, man up. Yeah. Send them right. to me if you want. All right. right. And I'll tell them there's light at the end of the tunnel, but their health, safety, well-being for themselves and their family come first. Yes. Because if you do everything in the right order. Yes. You're exactly. not losing you're your not guns. You're not going to lose anything. Right. Exactly. Okay. If you do it right, right. if you Absolutely. wait until it's too late, yep. you're going to lose your guns. That's right. If you wait until it's too late and you get a panic attack and you call an ambulance and a heart attack or, or you tell the cops you felt like killing yourself, that's it. Once that bell is rung, there's no going back. You can't go back. And, and then the guns are going to be taken and you're going to have to prove you're not. And you're going to have to find gun-friendly doctors. And don't get me wrong, gun-friendly doctors like Pirelli and other doctors on the show, they're, but they're not doing it because you're going to pay them $100,000 and they're going to write you a good letter <laughs> no. because their reputation is more important than <laughs> and the their cash. License. Yeah, so, it's a little bit more important than so, that. But they're the P type of people where they're going to come into it with an open mind. But, yes. you know, I just, it's tragic when you hear, I hear stories, you know, and I get emails and calls. I have customers that come in, they pull me aside and they ask for help and I direct them. Right. So please do that. Uh, just a couple of things. Like I said, Ayub will be here in October. August 18th and 19th, Urban Precision Rifle, two day class, learn how to shoot out to 1,500 yards. We have multi-state CCW everywhere across the state, ANJRPC North, and Bass Pro Shops in Atlantic City South, and everywhere in between. Urban Pistol 1 and 2 at the Gun for Hire Academy, August 5th and 22nd. Holster Draw, July 19th, right around the corner. Urban Carbine 1, August in the Police Academy, August 12th. Want to be an NRA instructor? We have BIT, Pistol Instructor, RSO, Rifle Instructor, Shotgun Instructor, starting August 4th. One, two, three, four, five days spread out in August. You can be an NRA instructor. Remember, Calandro4NRA.com, and I am done. Calandro4NRA.com. If you own a gun range... Uh, or any type of thing in the country, please call. Can they, would they call, Ant? They can call 888-GUN-FOR-HIRE. Okay. And, get a, and we'll send them a package. Get a package so you can put it out there. Stoddard's, I expect you guys to have one if you don't already have one already. Yeah, where's Mitch? Yeah, Mitch, come on. Give us a call. Let's get something down there in Atlanta. Uh, the show is Parents Are Hard to Raise. Anthony's on it this uh, Tuesday, actually. He'll be on it uh, this Tuesday. Uh, he talks about uh, what to do if there's dementia in the family and there's a firearm there. Pirelli was on. He talked about guardianship. If you're the child of an aging parent, you really want to listen to this. Uh, it's got some great, great resources and some great guests, aside from Anthony. All right. Well, uh, it's available on iHeartRadio Network, largest network uh, broadcast network in the world. So uh, iHeartRadio app or iTunes or Google Play. All right. <laughs> 
Yeah, are you are you going to die there? I'm <coughs> hacking a loogie. <laughs> That's great. Okay, well, Gunfire Radio is a Catholic media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, LLC, New York, New York, and the licensed broadcast music. We love you guys. See you again next week. Thank you, Winston. He's a good boy.